0: Hello, and welcome to the Jesus in a Cup of Joe podcast, the show that brings you a conversation about Jesus, the Bible, and life. Here is your host, Royce Bottoms. Hey, I want to welcome all of you to episode three of Jesus in a Cup of Joe. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to spend it with me. You know, 10 months, we have dealt with political ads, we've dealt with a pandemic, murder hornets, civil unrest, crazy weather, you name it, we have dealt with it. Here it is, November. It's election time. I don't know how this election is going to go. I don't know how you're going to vote. That's only between you and God. I can tell you I'm a conservative Christian, but on this podcast, I do everything in my power to keep politics out of this podcast, because I never want to take away anything from Jesus or the Word of God. Now, there are political statements that are made sometimes on this podcast, but for the most part, I try to, to, to stay out of those weeds. For the simple fact, I do have listeners that are Republican and that are Democrat, and I want them to know that they can always come here to hear about Jesus, the Bible, and life, and not about politics. So with all that being said, we're going to get into today's message, which is the power in prayer. And ladies and gentlemen, i got to be upfront and honest with you. I have no idea how this is going to go. I have notes and I have all this put together, but I couldn't tell you how this is going to go because I have so many thoughts running through my head. I can tell you this. If we were a country that would pray more and we were people who would pray more, I believe our country would be in a better shape than what it's in. But we've turned our back against God. We've turned our back against everything that has to do with God, and we're suffering the consequences. We're too busy following what everything of technology wants to hand to us or the shiny things of the world or whatever Hollywood wants to spew out at us. We're following it, and we're taking it hook, line, and sinker. And I believe we're losing our identity, and I believe we're losing our our country in the name of whatever you want to call it. And I also believe that the devil has got a foothold in this country And we have the power and the authority by the name of Jesus to kick that old boy out of this country and take this country back over again, only if we're willing to step up and do the right thing. You know, prayer is listed 650 times in the Bible. You know, 450 prayers are recorded, answered in the Bible. And do you know where where you can find the first prayer ever mentioned in the Bible? It's found over in Genesis 4.26, for when man first called out to God. Prayer is very important in our lives. It's our line of communication to God. Prayer's always been around since the, the time of Genesis. And there's several examples in the Bible to where prayer has been used. And I, and I believe and I know that we once was a praying nation. I know at one time there used to be prayer in school. At one time there used to be prayers at ball games, uh, club events, prayer around the flagpole. Any place you wanted to stop and pray at, you, you had that ability to do that. But now we've allowed garbage to enter our lives, and it stripped prayer away from a lot of things, and I don't understand that. I don't understand how we allowed man to come in and rule over us and tell us what we can and can't do when it comes to prayer, but we've done it, and we're continually to do it, and it's causing us more and more grief and pain, but nobody wants to step up and do anything about it. You know, prayer can impact people who don't even know Jesus or help anybody in a time of crisis. Jesus tells us in Matthew eighteen, eighteen through 20, he says, truly, I say to you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Again, I say to you, if two of you agree on earth about anything that you ask, it'll be given to you by your heavenly father. For where two or three of you are gathered in my name, I'm there among you. Do we realize the, the power we have available to us when we take authority in prayer? If we did, we would be praying in Jesus' name more. But there would be no more worries about fear and anxiety or doubt because we would be on our faces in front of God more praying to get us through the storms and the crisis in our life. What exactly is the power of prayer? It isn't just words that we utter. It's not how you pray or even what all you pray about. It is the act of worship that glorifies God and reinforces our need for him. That's what power in prayer is. Jesus taught the disciples how to pray. I call it the Lord's Prayer. He taught them how to pray. But he also warned them. He also warned them and and told them to be careful Because over in Matthew 6, starting with the fifth verse, it says, When you pray, don't be like hypocrites who pray publicly on the street corners or in the synagogues where everybody can see them. Because I tell you that that'll be all the reward that they'll ever get. But if you go and pray by yourself and shut the door behind you and pray to your Father in private, then your Father who sees everything will reward you. And he cautions us again when he says, When you pray, do not babble on and on as Gentiles do. They think their prayers are answered merely by repeating the words over and over again. Don't be like them, for your Father knows exactly what you need even before you ask. So Jesus warns us, Don't make a mockery out of prayer don't do it as showboating to grab attention to yourself, but do it in private to where you have that one-on-one time with God. But also, also don't keep repeating the words and babbling on and trying to use fillers to, to think you're trying to impress God because he already knows before you asked. See, the funny thing about people is they're all the time wondering about how they should pray. I've been asked a couple of times, well, how do you pray? I'm not, I'm not real sure how to do this. And it's having that open line of communication, being able to communicate with God. But I have to caution you, right? You also got to be willing to receive the answer. And sometimes the answer is not what we want to hear. But, and also sometimes the answer takes longer than what we want. Because we're very impatient. And I know some of you are saying, well, what do you mean we're very impatient? I mean, look at smartphones. Look how fast everything has to be for us today. Because we are impatient. Anybody remember the first cell phone? And how long it took to dial a number? Or how long it took to to create a text with the first cell phone? Old rotary phones. These are for... The people my age and, and a little bit more seasoned. Younger generation doesn't understand what rot- rotary phones are. But think about how long it took to dial a number. Because once you, hit, once you rotated at nine, you had to let it come all the way back before you could enter in another number. We're impatient. We want everything right now in our time. And we fail to realize that we are not on our time. We're on God's time. And the quicker that we learn that, I believe the better off we would be. Communication is very important when dealing with God and communicating with God because we got to have that line of communication. Look at Elijah when he stood up on the, the mouth of the cave and he was trying to hear from God. And everything around him, all the noise and everything around him, God was in none of that, but he was in that small, still voice trying to communicate to Elijah. That's how we are today. Because, you know, you have your Facebook going off, your Twitter, your Instagram, you have your text going off, you have your friends and family talking to you, you got your cell phone going off, radios blaring, televisions going. You have all these distractions. Are you listening to what God's really saying to you? Or are you preoccupied with everything that's going on in front of you? That's why Jesus told him, says, go off privately by yourself, shut the door, spend that quality time. I try to talk with with the Lord every chance I get. I don't do it as often as I should. So I I try not to, to be a hypocrite and tell you you need to do something when I'm not doing it. But I also try to take that time to thank God for everything that he's done, he's going to do, and that he's doing in my life. Because if it wasn't for the Lord, I would not be here, ladies and gentlemen. If it wasn't for the Lord, you wouldn't be here. He knows all things. He knows everything before we ask it. Several examples throughout the Bible that, that shows us the power of prayer. And I know there's some of you out there that has witnessed the power in prayer firsthand. For sick ones, lo- sick loved ones who, who are prayed over, who are able to get better. For children that are being born, for marriages that are coming together. For marriages that are falling apart, where God comes into your life and helps fix it. Financial situations to where God comes into your life and helps fix it. Work situations, home situations, friends. There are tons of examples of the power of prayer. So the challenge is very simple. Are you willing to step up today? and start praying more, and start becoming a prayer warrior again? Are you willing to start helping people take back this country and put it under a nation that prays to God? Because I believe Jesus, he's, he's longing. God's longing to hear from us. He wants to hear from his children. It's time for us to, to go back to where it begins and, and start praying. It's too easy to be distracted. It's too easy to be chasing things of this world. You know, in Psalm seventeen six, the Lord God Almighty answers prayer. I will call upon you, O God, for you will answer me. You know, Jesus makes a stunning, sweeping, and glorious promise to us when he says, truly, truly, I say to you, whatever you ask your Father in my name, it will be given to you. Until now, you have asked nothing in my name. Ask and you shall receive, and your joy may be full. call upon the name of Jesus. If you're a first-time listener and you do not know Jesus as your Savior, today could be your day. And it's calling upon the name of Jesus and it's believing that he was raised from the dead, believing that he sits at the right hand of the Father and he's made a way for you and I. How wonderful would it be To know that November was the month that you were saved. And that today is the day that you can call yours. That this is the day that the Lord saved your soul. And you started that open communication line with him. All we have to do is ask. As I said earlier, asking you shall receive, seeking you shall find, and knocking it shall be open to you. But Jesus also tells us over in Revelation, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man o- hears and opens the door, I will come unto him. I believe Jesus is calling to each and every one of us today. He's wanting to reaffirm that communication. And now it's, it's time for us to stop and listen and to answer that calling and to answer Jesus and start getting our prayer lines back up and running and start sending our prayers, good or bad, up to heaven, and start talking to our heavenly Father. Hey, thank you so much for listening to us today here at Jesus and a Cup of Joe. Hope and pray you enjoyed what you're listening to. I want to let you know that we do have our YouTube channel up and running. So if you go to YouTube.com, you can search for Jesus and a Cup of Joe. You will see our channel. Hope and pray that you become a subscriber so we can get that channel to grow and be able to get more and more content out. As we do Bible studies and devotionals. You can always follow us through our social media pages, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And you can go to Jesus and a cup of become a subscriber of our blog pages. So once again, thank you so much for listening to this podcast, for supporting it, and sharing it with your friends and family. And until we meet again, you always start your day with Jesus and a cup of Joe. God bless. <music>